Good evening and welcome to Chasing Prophecy on the EPR Radio Network FM 105.3 in New Orleans, where we discuss anything and everything beyond the scope of normal. I'm Jenny Nicasi, along with my co-host, Sean Kelly and John Ventry. Wow, we have a really good show tonight. And I just want to get a little to jab a little bit into it um, before we get started and um, you know, say hi, how are you know, how are I Susan? How are you? And I'm okay, whatever. <laughs> okay. But before we get started, I want to make sure you like us on Facebook, follow us on YouTube, and make sure you comment in the chat if you have a question. We have an interesting evening today on this torture Tuesday, which um hopefully it won't be a torturous Tuesday, but I've always wondered and you know what it would be like to be a medium or psychic or do cards really good. There, there's people that are born with this sixth sense, as I call it. A lot of them do, do not want to be called gifted, which I find, you know, odd because I think it is a gift like any talent, like arts or music. And I find it weird that they don't want to, you know, they can, don't consider it a gift. And we'll just leave it at a sixth sense. Our first guest this evening, his name is Ren Astro, and he's going to discuss his experience as a medium tarot card reader. He's self-taught. So if you're interested in this at all and would like a reading from him, he's awesome. He's also a healer, so I think he can heal you in all aspects of your life, including your emotional finances, you know, something to look forward to in 2023, what not to look forward to. So before we get started in this evening, just remember to, if you would like a reading, go ahead in the chat and post, and I will send you a link. So we're just going to go ahead with the show. And then our second part of the show, and this was Sean's idea. Um, the seven deadly sins. Now I know a few of them. So we're going to discuss what are they? Are they the same as the 10 commandments? And how do you know you're committing one? And we'll discuss what, you know, what your ideas are and your thoughts. So if you have comments on that later in the show or questions for any out of us, John, Sean, or myself, please post it in the chat. So I'm going to go ahead and Tommy Miller. What's up, buddy? That's my friend. He's a follower of my show into the well, good i'm glad yes. so go ahead and we're going to get started on the show and he's going to come on um i believe on the 7 30 um hour but i'm going to push my my camera back to where it was so you can see my cute little alien friends back there <laughs> so, um but how's it going guys good i'm sure it's better where i am than where you are Damn Why? straight it is. What's wrong with where we're at? It's 80 He's degrees. 80 degrees down here. Yeah, it's sunny. Okay, John. Well, you didn't send me a ticket. You didn't give me a plane ticket. I would have went down I, I there. John, how come you didn't do that? I stepped out my dorm on South Beach. I walked 30 yards at the water. Oh, are you on the beach? Yes. Cool. Ocean, Ocean Drive. That's awesome. Now, do you have a house down there, apartment, or are you just visiting friends or your family? Timeshare. It's a timeshare. I come once a year. And you here. yourself? You have friends down there? Uh, no, my ex-boss lives here, and I contacted him, but he said he's over in uh, Spain right now. So I, I wanted to, you know, meet him for lunch one day, but I'll get him next year. Uh, do you go there often? I go once a year, usually December or January. I'll go, you know, cool. 
<laughs> What's yeah, your I, I got favorite a, place? What's your favorite place down there that you really you know, I like doing? I like Miami. My favorite place to go and my favorite place in Miami. Your favorite place in Miami. I like it right where I am on Ocean Drive because uh, the, 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 the uh, timeshares of these three hotels, they're all Art Deco with the neon lights. And it's, like I said, you, I step outside and it's there. That's the grass, the beach, I'm right there. And either direction you go, it's all restaurants, but Ocean Drive is all restaurants and clubs and a couple of sports bars, the Finnegan's and the Clevelander, et cetera. And, uh, you know, I watched the, uh, the Lion game Sunday night, you know, and, and uh, I've always been a Lion fan, even though I've never lived in Michigan. Uh, and that was cool, you know. So I like coming here, you know, but there's a lot of places I like going. You know, I usually go down to Orlando uh, somewhere around April. I used to go for spring training in March, um, but the Tigers haven't been a good team. So I go down actually uh end of april before it gets really hot and i go to the single a games in lakeland i do that every year and uh you know i make my way around vegas uh i've got 11 timeshare weeks it's actually about depending on where you go it could be anywhere between 80 and 90 days so i got about three months that i don't have to be in uh pittsburgh now why what do you you have a um why why can't it be any other time you have to go. I can go anytime. I can go whenever. Wait, I want. Why do you have to be back? Do you have to be back? Can you go anytime? Do you have a? No, I can go anytime it's available. I can go. Uh, matter of fact, my son right now. I, I mentioned that he moved to uh, Missouri, but his house isn't built yet. I, I got him. It was believe it or not a Black Friday uh, timeshare sale at the Hilton mm -hmm. in uh, Branson, Missouri the resort, 28 days. And then, you know, as an owner, you pay, just pay a maintenance fee. The maintenance fee for 28 days was $315. Like $12 a night. It cost them more for the utilities and the cleaning service. <laughs> it worked out great for him because his house isn't built yet. So that worked out good. I was in Lake Tahoe about six weeks ago. I went there, got, got hit with a huge storm. And I couldn't get over the mountain. I didn't have chains or four-wheel drive because <laughs> I flew into Reno. So I make my way around. I go to Vegas. I go all over the place. California, Hawaii. Hi, Jeff. Hi, Lisa. Hi, everybody. Now, if you want a reading, he's coming on at, after he introduces himself. He's going to do the tarot cards reading. So if you like a um, reading, please post. Uh, Tommy is first, I believe, isn't it? Right, right, uh, Sean, it's Tommy Yeah, Tommy first. Miller's first. Tommy yeah. Miller's first. So, uh, well, I think it's fascinating that you get to travel. I don't I don't travel too much. <laughs> I have a German Shepherd dog, and I don't want to leave my dog. And she does I, I not know. like. That's the thing with dogs. It's hard, you know, because I've always had Dobermans. I've had five. And, uh, you know, you got to pay to put them in a kennel. Then they, you come back and. You know, the dogs are sick. You know, I don't think, need. yeah, I don't think I'd ever put Ava in the kettle. She, well, I don't think she'd last. She already has issues. <laughs> well, they get they get anxiety when you leave them, you know. And, oh, yeah. and, you know, every time I put the dog in the kennel, I've had to take them to the vet because it's either mites in the ear or, you know, stomach yeah. problems from being left alone, diarrhea. You know, it's like, but, you know, it's like, I don't know. 
I, I love my dogs, but I also like to travel. So, but I got to go back to international travel, you know, because uh, COVID ruined it the last three years. You know, it just kind of opened up recently that you could start going all over the place again. And there's places I want to go. I want to get Greece. I want to go to uh, Jerusalem. Uh, I well, wanted to. Well, I want, you know, I want to go, you know, I want to go to Egypt. Matter of fact, I almost booked Egypt in uh, August, but I, August ain't the time to go. It's like 105 wow. degrees there. And, uh, you know, I wanted to take that cruise that go, leaves from like uh, Sweden and goes over to St. Petersburg, Russia. But I don't think I'm going to Russia now. So. Mm, no, I don't think so. <laughs> oh, thank you, Jeff. This is my, uh, what do you call these guys? The steam punk steam something. I forget. There's a little necklace. Steampunk. Steampunk something like no, thank you. That's really cool. I was going to do that for Halloween last year, but I didn't do it. Uh, you know how it is. And uh, yeah, you know, police dogs. Well, German Shepherds are very, and Doberman Pigeons, those kind of dogs are very, very attached to their owner. And when you put them in a kennel yep. or something, or they even go for a weekend, I went to see my uh, grandson for the first time and I left my dog and she was a she was a basket case without me. Yeah. yeah, she wanted her mother. Yeah, we're yeah, she doesn't even like me. As you can see, I'm in my art studio. This is where I do art. Um, my new well, you can't see some of my paintings on the walls, but they're there. So forgive me if it's not the my way my other studio was, but this will this will be okay. It's like hard to find a perfect spot where the internet and the Wi-Fi is so sometimes I've had a lot of issues not being on the show because something was wrong and I found out my son told me he's a computer expert he said mom you deleted the display uh drive so that would explain it a lot so I'm not, I'm not computer tech savvy Maybe. but uh, no you know how it is we had this show has been on for three years now um and we have come through so many different transitions and the we went from a, a different show before we were on the beacon of light and our viewership was so minimal. It was like, what was it like 5,000 of that? Not even. Yeah. And we yeah. jumped from almost a million viewers, which is fantastic. Um, I'm going to start. We have carnation is our, is our um, sponsor for the second, second hour. I was getting sponsors, but I haven't, I don't ever, as you guys all know, I had a lot of problems in the past. Um, last six months I lost my mom and you know transition of moving and all that so you know what it's like when you finally I feel like I have my head on straight so I, I and I see I want to start writing again so John I might collaborate with you some more uh, I want to do some more UFO alien type sci-fi demonic stuff I think I'm switching over to the to more um I wouldn't say it's the horror genre, but I want to go into that that genre. So I will be picking your brain, John, uh -oh. and your John, because we have an idea too that we were thinking of. So, Jeff, the weather is really bad here. It's you cold. think? I think it is. Is there any snow up there? Uh, nope. Just Where's cold. he from? Where are you from, Jeff? He's from Ohio, I do believe. Oh, Ohio. They, are they getting bad weather? Because it's not that bad here. We're like in the 40s. Well, I'd rather have the 80s where John's at, you know? Well, yeah, I would like that <laughs> I mean, too. I mean, seriously. <laughs> I would definitely like. 
Oh, I would. My dream is to have a house on the beach. No, see, no, I, I would rather I'd be. Rent a, one. I'll be. You know what? I'll be honest with you. I hate the beach because I hate sand. I despise oh, sand. I'd rather I be really, on a lake really than, the, than the ocean. Well, you know, I, I, I like. I want to get a chalet at Deep Creek. I would like that. That would be fun. Yeah, you got to bring Ava. Yep. Oh, definitely, I could bring Ava because my brother brought his dog, his sister, Ava's sister, to Deep Creek, and you're allowed to have you're allowed to have pets, so which is nice. But I would like to do that with her. She's ten. She's going to be ten, so I don't know how much longer I have her. So I well, I enjoy each moment I have with her. So uh, what's the life expectancy of the German Shepherd? Uh. 10 years, 10 to 12 years. Um, some have lived to be 14. I know my daughter-in-law's uh, German Shepherd lived to be 14. Uh-huh. Yeah. So it depends on how what kind of food you give them, how much exercise. You see, Ava's bad. Ava wants to eat ice cream cones. She wants to eat ice cream sandwiches. <laughs> she, wants, she wants to eat all the bad stuff. And every time we eat, she wants something. Does, does she um, get, like, the pup cups? No, she wants, I usually get her a baby uh, uh, Dairy Queen cone, vanilla cone. And so she likes those mini, well, sometimes she gets the big ones of the ice cream sandwiches in the store. <laughs> so, yeah, it's 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 pretty, uh, I'm, I'm attached to her. And I, I kind of treat her like she's human, which I know is bad. <gasps> I have to tell you guys something. Uh -oh. I told you, I told you, Sean. Yes. For all my listeners, I told you my mom passed away, right? Okay. This happened her birthday. It was like, it was like January 6th, but it was like 145. So it was really her birthday, January 7th. This, I'm not kidding you, John. This happened, and I know it's my it was my mom. At about 144 p.m. a.m., my dog had Ava had to go out. So I let her out, and we have surveillance cameras. And I'm watching the surveillance camera, and I looked at the driveway in the front. And on the driveway, the cement, there was this glowing light that was like pulsating. And I go, what the heck is that? All the Christmas lights were off. You know, this is just January 7th. So it's pulsa pulsating. And I'm like, oh, my God, what is that? So I'm getting kind of a little nervous because Ava's outside. So finally she came in and, I, you know, I turned off the camera, went to bed. And about probably two hours later, she's barking again. I'm like, okay, this is getting crazy. Okay, this is getting weird. So please, Ava, I want to go to bed. So I'm looking. I always keep my bedroom door with the, with the crack open about this much. And in the crack, I saw a green pulsating light. Okay. It freaked me out. I didn't get out of bed. I just said, oh, geez, God, please make it go away. And I closed my eyes and I fell asleep. I don't know what time exactly it was, but I woke up and I felt like a shadowy figure that was walking. I have a hallway that goes to the bathroom because so I have a bathroom in my master and it, I could see a shadow coming towards me. I'm laying down and I'm like, so, this is, I'm like, like, like this. And there's the hallway and I could see the shadowy figure coming towards me. I wasn't scared. And I just closed my eyes again. And in that moment I closed my eyes, I felt someone sit on my bed and lay down. Mm. And at first I thought it was Ava. And then I, you know, I go, but it was different. Okay. So I felt peace. I felt love. And I put my head towards where I felt the presence lay down in my bed. And I turned over on my side 
like I was going to go back to sleep and someone told something told me to to go look actually uh, look I, I didn't have my my eyes open when I felt the presence so I actually looked there was nobody there I thought for a second it was Ava I looked at my door it was the same way I left it not was not Ava and the presence was gone I think it was my mom. I think she came in to check on me on her birthday. I really do. I, I, Jeff, fact, I, I think it was my mom. And it was a wonderful feeling. Yeah, the feeling. fact that it's your birthday, that's probably. Yeah. I never felt anything like it. That's probably like who it, it was. Yeah. It was. It was such... I, the next day that I forgot, and then I, I was telling my daughter-in-law, I go, oh, I forgot to tell you this. And I was like, was like oh, my God, it's my mom's birthday. And I, I started crying. I felt, wow, that was the best thing I ever felt. It was so – and she told me, she told me not the prior to her death, probably a few months before she had died, we were talking about it. I go, Mom, when it's your turn to you know go, I want you to give me some kind of message. And she goes, you'll know it when I give you it. You'll know it's me. And I know that was her. It was really cool. Yeah. Did you seem to be? Had, had, did it help you get some closure with your mom? Oh yeah. I mean, I was still, I still cried like hell on her birthday. It was horrible. Um, you know, I, I know she's at peace, and I know, like, I was, I was watching so many different shows on death, and um, I know that she's with my family, my sisters that passed away. I lost two sisters and a brother and a father in 10 years span, plus my mom. I know they're all together, but I know that if I need my mom or my dad, if if they're, they're going to help me get out of a situation, I really do if I need them. And I, I believe that they're going to be there with me. And I know my mom is going to be there for me when it's my turn, you know, and it's like this, this is how I see it. It's like, when your parents pass away, it's different. It's it's it makes you think about your own mortality, but it feels like it's the changing of the guard. You know what I mean? Because you're okay. Yeah. I'm it. I'm the old lady now. You know, I'm the changing of the guard. So it, it's just it gives you peace of mind. Yeah, Jeff, it gives you peace of mind that you. I know when I think of my parents or my love, my sisters, if I need them that they're going to be there. I mean, I can almost guarantee that half the time that I was going through this grieving process, that they were right there with me. And you have to believe it. I mean, if, yeah. if not, what, what's it mean, right? Well, the, the only thing I'd be, I'd be cautious of now is if this keeps happening, uh, you know, then you got a question, maybe that was a trick on the sixth. Like if it keeps happening, now I, I personally don't want to communicate with any of these things, but I know like the the priest and stuff will ask it, what is your name? That type of stuff. And this is probably just a ghost and not something that's a. Oh, demonic. I know it wasn't demonic or anything. Because yeah. I felt yeah. peace and I felt love. I, I felt yeah. love. I felt the, the presence of somebody that loved me. Yeah. I got something. I got something in my house that's changed. Uh, from the first day I moved into this house here in Pennsylvania, there's always been a tapping sound down the hallway in the spare bedroom. And occasionally, very occasionally, I would hear it downstairs in the TV room. And uh, lately, it is moving. And it's a little bit creepy. You'll actually hear it come down the hallway, tap, tap, tap. And you hear it getting closer, closer, closer. And it's in my bedroom. It taps the wall there. Twice it's followed me into the bathroom when I had to do business. 
and I yelled at it and I said, get out of the bathroom. You're not welcome here. And I'm telling you, I heard a tap away through the bedroom, down the hall, gone. So that's not demonic. That's something with some sort of a mind or conscience. It's a human spirit in my mind because I embarrassed it. It doesn't belong in the bathroom with you. <laughs> right. No, you know? no, yeah, especially it doesn't belong in the yeah. bathroom with you. <laughs> yeah, you know, I don't mind him tapping down the hallway, but, you know, when I'm in the bathroom, that's my time. <laughs> yeah, that's your time. That's what I always thought about. Like when your parents, or your family, or somebody close dies, and you, you know, do they see everything? I mean, when you're in the no, you know. yeah, they're probably watching everything and not <laughs> and not seeing anything going on. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I always wonder about that. Sean's shaking his head. <laughs> I think no, you know. No, I I can I can relate to that because like when I first started investigating, I would come back from an investigation. And then like two, three in the morning, I needed to go to the bathroom yeah. and I could feel this thing following me. And I'm like, you know what, dude? No, yeah. I'm not allowed in here. Yeah. I'm going to the bathroom. Yeah. I, I, tell you, I tell you, in this time period here, I got to call the front desk. At about three, four in the morning, you know how you have the, the, uh, the stove and then the microwaves above it? It, it, it is dark when I go to bed at 1030 at about three, four in the morning, the light comes on. So I don't know if there's a timer. I got to ask them at the front desk. Is there a timer like on the microwave somewhere that turns that light on? Maybe. It come, it's, it's come on every night. Well, who puts a light on it like three in the morning? Somebody, yeah, somebody must have had it on. I, yeah. That's what I'm assuming it is. But, you know, it's funny. You're sound asleep. That little bit of light. Your eye picks up on it, and because and, you know, like alarm clocks, you could have a, a light clock that puts a light on, and that wakes you up also. It woke me up the last two nights. My answer machine battery, the plug wasn't in, and it kept on going beep, beep. I go, what the hell is that? I just had to plug it in. But our guest is into the house tonight, so I'm going to go ahead and bring him on. Um, this is um, Ren Astro. I hope I'm not messing up his name. He is a self talk tarot card reader and medium so i'm gonna go ahead and bring him on hello good morning i'm good evening ren thank you for joining us we're on a different time level all hi, right hi thanks for having me guys appreciate it thank how's you everyone doing us. good happy as a jaybird that's good to hear it's good to hear so ren um i was reading your bio you're a self-taught tarot card reader medium now explain to me how does one become a self-taught tarot card reader and what led you down this path? Why, why did you want to do this? Well, becoming a self-taught tarot reader is you know, not that complicated. There's many resources out there to help guide you. Um, but what got me into it is I've kind of always been in the, into the supernatural paranormal um, kind of medium psychic realm I always liked that growing up. And then plus my uh, mother was a tarot reader. Um, she used to do that when she was growing up. So I always, you know, thought it was interesting. And, um, but I probably, I really got into it about a year ago, um, starting to read what it was all about, um, what each card meant. And then over the course of the year, just slowly been studying on it. Um, and a lot of my readings for a lot of my the people that I've done it for is you know relatively accurate. I can't say every single one's been accurate, but I find it as a 
you know, a, just a way to tap into the possibility of, you know, different realms and, and use it for a little bit of guidance because it's in the very nitty gritty of it. It's nothing more than a way to get a different perspective on different scenarios. Interesting. Um, did you have a gift? We, we were discussing in the beginning of the show how some psychic mediums do not like to say that. They like to say that they have a sixth sense. Would you call it a gift or is it just a sixth sense that everybody has that you just need to develop? I don't know if everyone has. I don't know if everyone's sensitive. I think there's there's people that are more susceptible or more sensitive to it. I think the the average person is not. I don't know if it's just because they're not open to it, or maybe they haven't had an experience in them in their life that put them close to um, that area, like that realm or beyond the veil, as some people would say. Mm -hmm. Oh, interesting. Well, see, um, I can for for my experience and how mine grew. I, I had a near-death experience. In fact, I died. But when I came back, I started to hear things, feel things, and see things that weren't there. Yeah. And it really creeped me out because I, I didn't even know anything about the metaphysical world, about tarot reading and anything like that. And I'm thinking, I've, I've gone, I went to priests, I went to ministers, went to pastors trying to find an answer, but I just couldn't find an answer. So I, and it was, it was, to, it was told to me, you know, from a couple of practice psychics and sensitives, they, they told me is whenever somebody has a traumatic experience in their life or a very, or a near death or someone died and comes back, uh, your old spirit, your old soul jumps out of your body and goes and a new one jumps in to make your senses a little bit more stronger i believe that whoever you believe in if it's god if it's spirit whoever you believe in they see that you know you got some broad shoulders there so they i feel that they give a little bit more extra to people who they think they can do it that's what i yeah, think yeah or no go ahead john yeah or once you're touched by one of these, it the fact that you've made somehow made con well, they made contact with you, it does something to your soul, your mind, whatever. And because same thing happened to me, I, I was having the, the mom experiences, and uh, but then calling upon God and Jesus to drive it out. And when I finally, after two priests and my you know, the counter I had was, I don't know what the hell was going to happen, but I, I don't know if it was going to, I think it was going to take my soul, but I was able to drive it out. But there was a couple of days later, I went in the basement to let the dog out and something touched the top of my head like this, three fingers. It was very long and spongy fingers, you know, went like this. And I jumped and turned around and yelled, you can't do that, you know? And then I thought about it and I said, you know what? That's the way I would put my hand on my grandkid's head, my hand on the dog. And I said, you know what happened, John? You drove this demonic thing out of the house by finally becoming reborn and believing. And uh, you were blessed. You were given your grace back and you were blessed. And from that point on, I have had a number 
of just experiences and knowing things before they happen and then asking for things, not for myself. Uh, you know, like this whole move with my son, it was something that I, I asked for, a re you know, I had my reasons for some help. And next thing you know, boom, every, he got a new job. He sold his house in three days. They moved, found a house, a couple of doors from my, my daughter. The kids are loving it now. And I said, see, you ask for it for the right reasons. They give it to you. But there's a connection there in my head. There's a connection to the spirit world right now. Mm -hmm. No, Yeah, no, absolutely. I, I, I totally believe that if you had a near-death experience, um, that definitely opens up. I, I think it's just you gain it the experience of being in a different dimension realm yeah. or whatever. Um, and you now have a sensitivity to that area. And I, I definitely believe that exists. I mean, when I was two, two years old, my first memory I ever have is almost dying. Um, and I think that's what opened it up. And then for me, when I was about 10 or 12, I got really into meditation, deep meditation, I was actually fascinated with the idea of astral projection for whatever reason, a 10 or 12 year old would be interested in that. I don't know if it had to do with dying or something when I was two or, or what, but the average child is probably not interested in that stuff. But I um, believe that in meditating to that level of vibration, I was able to gain new knowledge that I was probably unaware at, at the time. I always um, growing up had feelings that something was going to happen. I knew when a lot of my family members were going to pass away the night before. Um, but I never understood why it was happening or what the feeling was uh, until I found my uh, spirit guide uh, a couple years ago. Um, yeah, they help. They really do help. What, what tarot deck do you read from, bud? Um, the Threads of Fate is the deck that I use. Okay. Now I have a question for you. Mm -hmm. When you do a reading for somebody and you lay out your cards, do you go by the definition of a card or when you lay a card down, you see what you get looking at the card? I like to use the meaning of the card as a guide. Okay. So I don't strictly go off of this card definitely means that because each card does have its own definition, but it also has multiple interpretations. Um, and what I really do is, and it's kind of hard to explain, is I try to ask my spirit guide for help in a sense, kind of let her do the talking, if that makes sense. Yeah. I almost try to have her speak through me when I do these readings. Okay. But so you know that you're protected by your spirit guide, right? Absolutely. Has anything ever tried to get in on you that isn't so happy? And I, I truly think that when I, so when I mentioned I was real into astral projection when I was a younger child, um, I would have sleep paralysis for months and months and it lasted years, probably from when I was 12 until I was about 18. And I would all, I would, was essentially, I, I, I mean, I believe I was haunted by a shadow person of some sort who, and I know John was talking about demons. I think it was a demon of some sort or just some interdimensional um, being of, of whatever you want to call it that would essentially haunt me most nights. Um, but so, the, yeah, there's definitely been a time in my life, and I'd say a big portion 
where something negative tried to kind of step in. Okay, we have one re person and it wants a reading. Um, yeah, Gina, you Hello. Gina, okay. You Welcome you to Chasing Prophecy. Yes, I can. Welcome to Chasing Prophecy. Go ahead, take over, Ryan. All right. Nice to meet you. Do you have a specific question or, or anything in mind that you'd want to have a little bit of extra oh, knowledge on? Yeah. So um, I'd like to know about my love life, you okay. know, like how that looks and, you know, whatever you see. So just in general, like if, you know, something's going to come about or if you're currently with yeah, someone any, what's okay yeah all right so i've been i've been essentially just shuffling my deck here as we've been talking um so okay. I, it's it's kind of different when you're not in person but just try to concentrate on three different cards for me okay um okay. and i'm gonna draw the first one here and i'm gonna try and channel kind of your energy as well to pick the cards okay so bear with me for one moment so we're pulling the first card. I was trying to get my camera to work, but I couldn't do it. Um, I don't know. It was just being goofy. So when just so there's not dead air, um, what I do, what I'd like to do with my tarot's is when I'm giving a reading, is I spread the cards out in front of you know the person who's getting the reading, and I have them run their hands over the deck, and whatever card that feels warm for them, I tell them that's the card they should pick mm -hmm. and then we draw three cards usually usually i do three card spreads um, i just think it's the most or it's the easiest okay so with your love life uh in question here it was very interesting is you got two sovereign cards or um two queens okay the queens are usually um indicative of love motherly attraction or being a mother figure giving back or something like that but your first card the sovereign of coins okay now the coins or the pentacles are usually your earthly or material aspects and then having the um sovereign of coins in the reverse position what that's going to indicate is you might be either feeling that your loved one might be you might perceive them as being self-absorbed so maybe maybe thinking that they're spending too much time on themselves and not particularly paying enough attention to you you might be right now a little bit insecure in the relationship. And maybe that's why you brought up the question is that you're really not sure of which area it's going into. There might be conflict in your home in this relationship if you're in one right now. Um, and then the next card that you got. So so the way I'm going to do this deck for you is that the first card's kind of what's the real question at mine. And then the middle card, because you can't see it, but the next card is the card that's kind of where it's going to go. And then the third card will be kind of the advice card. Okay. So mm -hmm. the, the next card is the judgment card. Now that's a major arcana. That's a major life event essentially. And then having the judgment card 
in the reverse position is again plays on the first card that we got is that you're you're probably having some self-doubt in this relationship or you you're very indecisive of maybe which way to go with it um there might be some unfairness involved whether they're not giving you the attention that you want or maybe you feel like you're giving too much attention and you know you're not getting that in in return uh, and, or maybe someone's not willing to learn or maybe you guys are just having trouble communicating um so one of you is being maybe a little bit too too judgmental essentially now playing off of that the sovereign of cups now your cups are your emotions okay the cups represent emotion emotional state um and then having the sovereign of cups in re in the reverse position because that's what it came again plays on to insecurity it's a very sensitive time so if I had to kind of give a direction, I would really give think on where this relationship, if you're in one or if you're really considering one, take these aspects and use it to kind of self-reflect on everything, maybe become a little bit more um, dependent and gain some confidence in the relationship. So if it, to me, this card means there's a lot of uh, insecurity, the relationship may be fragile. Um, but I think maybe with a little bit of communication between your partner, that maybe you can resolve some of this. Mm -hmm. So I don't know if that's kind of helpful in any way. But that's kind of oh, yeah. what I get. Yeah. That's what I get from the cards. Well, that's really awesome reading and pretty spot on. <laughs> I'm glad to hear it's a little accurate. I mean, it's not like it's and 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 one thing to remember is that tarot cards are never negative, okay? So there's never a bad outlook or um a negative connotation to the cards. So everything you want to look at in a positive um self, okay? So just because it's yeah. a, we were saying where it's like insecurity, fragile, it just it's it's essentially advice or guidance to help you kind of give you an outlook of where to where to improve things okay thanks sounds thanks, good friend. thanks for joining us tonight gina you have a good night oh you're welcome thank you okay we have tommy in this the house hey, good, e good evening Tom. tommy what's hey, up Tom? <laughs> go ahead Randy. Hey, how's it going how would you like to start this Kind of same thing. Do you have any question in mind or anything in particular that you'd want to know about? Um, sorry, I'm a little under the weather, but just like maybe the overall of what's to come this year. So kind of like a do you want like a past, present, future, or more of a now, tomorrow, and then later on? Uh, the second one. The second one. Okay. So just like I told uh, our previous guest, try to focus on three cards. I'm going to pick the first one. This is kind of be kind of your present era right now. Okay. So we're picking the first one. So that was now or today. The next card we're going to do is kind of like a near future. So tomorrow. And then the next card we'll do is just the year in advance.
interesting. I like this. So the first card that you got, and that's the today, is the Roller of Swords. Okay. The Roller of Swords is a very good card to have, I think, when we're looking at um, prospects of the future. Okay. Because the, 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 the Swords means you're in a position for clear thinking. You're in a great place to make very smart decisions about your career, your love life, your finances. And you're, you have to understand that the Swords represents communication and intelligence. So you're in a very good position to drive your future forward, which is really nice is that we got the Ace of Swords. Now, the Ace of Swords means that you have clarity, power that's going to back up all of this clear thinking and discipline that you have and you're ready to take forward with you into the long-term future. So right now in your, in your today and then in, into your tomorrow, you're going to have a lot of opportunity, I think, to really take your life forward. And it's going to be focused and it's going to show a lot of truth. So this is, I mean, it's kind of, I always say this is funny just because you got all swords um, in your, in your spread right now. And the four of swords is your um, kind of year out projection. And you're going to have a lot of relaxation, a lot of peace and rejuvenation. So I think what's going to happen in the year is that you're going to take your skill set, your life into a very positive um, direction that's going to leave you by the end of the end of the year rejuvenated, relaxed, and you're going to have a lot of inner peace. Mm -hmm. Good. Sounds nice. good, Tommy. Hey, Tom. <laughs> I hope that gave you a little bit of insight that you'd want to hear. <laughs> <laughs> well, good. Well, thanks for joining us tonight. Well, that's great. If, if you'd like a reading from Ren, post in the um, chat and we'll send you a link. Those are really good readings. I think yeah, Gina was, was real happy. So, uh, can you give me one, please? Absolutely. Do you Thank have you. a question? Um, I just want to know how 2023 is going to go for me. All right. So kind of the same idea then, huh? Yeah, basically. All right. Is there something that's possibly troubling you? Oh, there's so much troubling me right now, Ren, honest to Pete. Anything um, in particular? Um, my family. Family. Okay. So we'll do kind of the same thing. So today, I want you to focus on the today card, okay? Today cards picked will go with tomorrow. That was a pretty quick one. And then the year to come. All right. So how will 2023 go for you? Okay. So your first card that you got for day for today is that is the is that of the roller of the cups. 
Now this card came up again, and I am shuffling the card, so I don't I don't think any of these are coincidental. Every time I pick a card, I think you are supposed to get these. Um, so the roller of cups in the reverse position for today, what I would I would have to say you might be feeling withdrawn, unbalanced, and maybe losing a sense of control in your life, and maybe particularly your family, as you mentioned. You, you're in a very emotionally manipulative state um, in which maybe someone is playing on those emotions and it's probably putting you in a relatively negative mood. Now, the next card, which would be tomorrow, is the Sovereign of Coins or the Queen of Coins or the uh, Queen of um, Pentacles is that I would have to say is while you may be feeling this negative emotion, this would be a time to start maybe giving out to those that you care for or grounding yourself, maybe start taking care of yourself rather than maybe focusing on um, others. Now, the Sovereign of Coins is usually a motherly card. You It, it kind of gives you the impression that either two scenarios, you're going to be the the motherly figure giving to others or maybe someone's going to come into your life and act as that motherly figure and to start nurturing you taking care of you now this huh. the kind of year out projection is the six of coins in the reverse position uh -oh. <laughs> so don't think of reverse as negative it's just opposite kind of yin and yang okay um so the six of coins is kind of i think plays on the giving aspect of we had in the 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 sovereign of mom sovereign of moms sovereign of coins in that in in the upright position the six of coin represents a balance between giving and receiving now in the reverse position it means either you're giving too much or you're taking too much from someone or maybe taking advantage of them or maybe someone's taking advantage of you so be, because I would say that you're in the state of maybe emotional instability, uh, maybe a lot of trouble with your family, I would be careful and maybe be on the lookout for someone who comes off as very nurturing, but then maybe starts to take advantage of you. I think being in that state of maybe um, withdrawn, you're at a point where you could be easily manipulated. So I see this card as, or this this uh, spread as more of, I would have to say, a warning deck as far as be on the lookout for someone who comes off as very sweet, very nurturing, because it might not be the, the person that you think it is. Okay. And then only because I felt the urge um to pull another card for you and i got the full in reverse now the full in the upright position means you're ready to set on to a new adventure you're very eager you may not be looking at the cliff ahead um but in the reverse position it means you're being too um gullible and too anxious about new opportunities that you're going to fall into some sort of trap so i i really am starting to lean on the side of this might be a warning spread so if someone comes into your life who's very nurturing or wants to help you, like right off the bat, I would just raise an eyebrow towards it. Uh-oh. Uh -oh. All, All right. right. Thank you, buddy. Yeah, absolutely. Thank you.
You did good. Okay, we have someone else in the JD's in the house. Welcome, hey, JD. JD. How are you? Where'd he go? <laughs> I lost him. Wait a minute. Uh -oh. <laughs> Sorry. Hey. hey, guys. How's it going? Good. How are you? All right, JD. Not, how are bad. you? Not, not bad. Yeah, I'm, I'm doing all right. Then. A, lot, a lot of bad things have been happening to me this, this 2023 so well, that's far. That's not good. Uh -oh. So I hope Ryan can give you some insight. Yeah. Yeah. A lot of, like, a lot of, a lot of destruction. You know, oh, just, just, really? yeah. A lot of things have been breaking on me. Like, are people breaking things? You know, well, it's not I mean, good. Again, well, it is Mercury in retrograde. What does that leave? Things fall to pieces. Yeah. Do you have a question, JD? A, a question? Yeah, I mean, uh, what? I don't know. What What does this year hold for me? Because this has been a bad start to it. Okay. A very bad start. It seems to be a popular one. So we can continue with the today, tomorrow, and the year out. So like I said, concentrate on the card that I'm about to pull. That's the today card. How if things been going? Tomorrow card. And then the year out. Okay. Oh, interesting. Okay, I think this is a very good spread right off the bat. I really like seeing two major arcana cards. That's our major life events or a major person coming into your life. Now, which is very interesting is that you got the world card. Now, the world card is the last card in the major arcana deck, and it usually represents the end of your journey. I should say the end of the fool's journey because the, the first card in the major arcana deck is the full and then the last card in the major arcana is the world but the reverse the world in reverse indicates that you are feeling stagnant in this journey so you started as the full you went through your life journey you you got to the position that you wanted but you you feel that you have a lack of achievement right now you're very stagnant um and you're just feeling incomplete um at your current place in life now you did get for your tomorrow the two of cups this is your again cups represent emotion so because you're at this place of stagnation maybe you're feeling you have lack of success but that doesn't mean that you're unsuccessful is that now you 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 feel that there's a lot of tension withdrawal you're you're very untrusting of a lot of uh, individuals maybe in your life and there's a lot of tension and imbalance so as we go into the new year you're very kind of on the edge of in which direction you're going to now good news is is that we have the sun that's your the 2023 as far as the year ahead you got the sun card uh in the upright position the sun is great because whatever has the year might be not starting off as where you want it to be but by the end of the year you're going to have a lot of vitality optimism freedom and joy something's going to happen this year that's going to put you at a place where you you honestly just feel like the center of the world you're very warm essentially the sun so you're going to be confident you're going to be happy so i think there's a lot a lot to look forward to it's just you might have to find yourself out of this rut and maybe just start a new journey Oh, that sounds good. Oh, makes sense. Yeah, appreciate it. Yeah, That's no really problem. Good. Thank you, Brad. Well, thank yep. you. We have yep. Bert, we have Bert on the show. Go ahead, Bert. Okay. Hey, uh, how's everyone doing tonight? 
Good, good. How are you? Good. So I'm going to go with what everyone else is going um, since it's a uh, new year. All right. I'm trying to see how what uh, 2023 has in store with me for me. And um, yeah, I appreciate any insight you can give, Ren. All right, we'll do. So again, we'll start with today. So to concentrate on the d- today card. All right. And now we're going to pick the tomorrow. I need to make a comment when he's done. And yeah, absolutely. And then the year out. Okay. Hmm. Okay. So we have, as far as how things are going right now, the today card. It's so funny. This this card keeps coming up for everyone. The Sovereign of Cups, the Queen of Cups in reverse. So your Queen of Cups. Okay in the reverse position is you're feeling a lot of insecurity you sensitive which maybe is it's maybe why i kept for some whatever reason i was hearing is, is why um are you is there is there a possibility that you are asking yourself why or you there's a lot of uncertainty in your life right now um uh, not so much okay um the next card I have is the Three of Swords. Now that's the tomorrow, and that is going to be in the reverse position. So the the Three of Swords in the reverse position is kind of a nice card to have in a future prospect because it means that there's a lot of recovery healing from any past pain or maybe past um, trauma. Not necessarily traumas, but just hardships in general. So even if we say that the today you might have some lingering um, uncertainty or you feel sensitive of that motion that we're going to go into the new year in a positive outlook. Now we have the five of wands in the reverse position, which I think can go either two ways. So you're either going to find yourself in a position where you're avoiding conflict. You have a lot of tension or you get peace. So I th- the revert the 5 of wands in the um upright position usually means conflict of some sort. But in the reverse position it means that you're going to have a lot of peace truces built off of this. So I think just in general your years is probably going to go very smoothly. I don't think there's going to be any or too many ups and downs. I think it's just essentially just going to be a smooth ride. Um, but I'm not getting like too much as far as specifics go. Um, and kind of cloudy, to be honest. Cloudy as in not as clear. But for, for what you see is uh, just no no big, big changes. is status quo. Yeah, not, kind not of really a smooth transition. Nice okay, because yeah. my last year was kind of, and I think so if it was uh, a nice smooth year, that would be a, a welcome. And uh, that's probably where I'm getting that um, three of swords in reverse is that go, transitioning from a previously difficult year into something that's just kind of chill. Chill. Yeah. Okay. All right. Well, thanks oh. a lot, Ren. I appreciate it. Great show. Thank you. Thank Great you. Show. We have one more. We have time for one more. And uh, go, ahead, go ahead and make your comment. Something very weird just happened. When I dropped off, 
my phone became red hot. I had to turn it off, put it in the refrigerator. The, tap, the, the tapping sounds started, but and I hear my house. I swear you. to God, it's they tapping <laughs> in the utility closet. Oh, crap. I open the closet up. All it is is a broom and, and a vacuum. It's the utility closet. So I have to wait for my phone to cool down. So I called the front desk and I said to him, is there a timer on the oven light that's under the uh, microwave? Because the last two nights I've been here, it comes on at like three, four in the morning. It wakes me up. They said, no, there's no timer on that. You have to push the button. And I went over and pushed the button to turn it on. This is very weird. Light yeah, turning is, on my phone. If my phone heats up again, I'm going to have to jump off again. As a matter you're going to you're gonna have to go to a priest and have your hotel room. I've never had this happen. <laughs> no, I think, honestly, this stuff only happens in my house. It is. I never, know. Well, you should have kept your mouth shut. <laughs> I know. It's never, ever, you know, because I mentioned that. I brought it up. Then something happened. It's never happened on vacation away from my house. It has never happened oh, before. Oh, that's terrible. We're go we'll discuss more about this, but we're going to bring Robert on the... Welcome to Chasing Prophecy, Robert. Well, hello there, Miss Jane. <laughs> How are you? I'm fantastic. He was on. He was uh, one of our hosts a couple years ago. <laughs> well, welcome, Ren. Uh, are you still there? I'm still here. Okay. What do you want? What, what, go ahead, Ren. You take over. Do you have any questions in particular that you'd want? Kind of man, I, I I don't know. <laughs> life, life is quite a circus these days. Life is always a circus that will never mm -hmm. cease to entertain us. Um, do you want to pass, present, future, or kind of go out, piggyback out of, of everyone? And yeah, kind of go it? ahead, go for it, go for it. I I know my past, my present's kind of <laughs> okay. turvy, and who knows about the future. Okay, so we're we gonna do today, tomorrow, and the the future then. Yeah, why not? All right. Do you agree, Jen? I agree. Okay. You concur. I okay. concur. <laughs> Everyone concurs. Okay. So let's see what you got. Huh, interesting. So the first card, as far as today's situation goes, is the Nine of Swords. In reversed now the nine the nine of swords in the upright position usually means a lot of trauma depression anxiety something really bad happening in your life recently or in the in the short past behind you but in the reverse position it it does indicate that you've come to a position where you can finally cope with whatever that incident was in your life and that you're on the path to recovery now for the tomorrow card is the justice card in reversed which which kind of may play on whatever may have happened in your past and where you felt there was corruption there may have been a lack of accountability or that maybe you felt that you were due some retribution but may may never have gotten um if that is the case at least we know that you're in a position where you are going to heal or you have coped with this this position now 
the last card you got for the kind of year outlook is the Ten of Swords. Now, the Ten of so Swords is essentially you've learned from all of this. Whatever happened, you've learned your lesson. You learn how to survive in your new world, and then you plan on to improve. So maybe you have a lot of plans to improve your life over the next year. But what I see is overall is that something happened in your past that may have um, caused you a lot of harm, but you've healed from it. You've maybe accepted that there might not be justice for you, but now you're just ready to move on and improve your life overall is kind of what I see. I don't know if that's accurate or, or helpful for, for you, but that, that's how I, how I read these, this spread at least. I can, I can somewhat relate to some of the things you said, especially the past. Mm -hmm. uh, yeah, I, I get it. I get it. So I would just expect, you know, a lot of improvements in your life for the next year. So it's most likely going to be a good year for you. Well, I'm hoping it is. Yeah. But, uh, well, 355 yeah. days left. <laughs> <laughs> I got 355 days to improve it. So he's, he's our last, you're our last um, reading. Is there anything else you want to ask him before we send him on his ferry way? <laughs> Merry Send me way. on my way, my merry way. Well, for jo for for Red, he's 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 done after this. Is there anything else you would like to know? Um, any? Can you pull another card for him if you have a question? Can you do um, yes or no questions or not? I can do yes yeah, or tell no. Me. Go ahead. I'm Go curious. Ahead. I'm curious about my health because I have a health issue going on at the moment. Okay. Uh, are you like shocking? Uh, is the question are you going to improve or or well i hope i hope it's i hope so yes i do okay i hope i improve from it okay no. let me see what i can find let's see what comes up uh for these yes or no type questions i kind of just like to pull one card from the deck um yes or no questions are kind of hard to interpret because the tarot cards are not meant for yes or no um, they're usually meant for open-ended interpretations. Um, what we got here is the ruler of cups in the upright position um, or the king of cups. So if I had to give you an answer to the question i would say whatever happens is going to leave you emotionally balanced and a lot wiser and probably a lot more devoted to your emotional well-being um this can either come as an advisor a counselor is going to help you through this process um but being a it's a it's a king card you're going to come up on top of every whatever it is so it's a positive. Awesome. It's a positive. It's a positive reading. Good, good. That's good. It's good to know. Um, <laughs> That's good. You. I'm glad. <laughs> thank you. All right. All right. Thank, thank you. Thank you so much, Robert, for joining us. All right. I hope I hope he gave you some insight. Yes, I will chat with you later. Okay. We will. Bye -bye. Ren, do you have any insight into what I just said? We're, in, we're, we're doing the show. I mentioned there was a demonic entity in my house. I felt the early when we started the show, but I 
felt like we were I was touched by an angel or something after it was driven out. And then we're doing a show. My phone turns red hot. The screen turned white. The phone was warming up, turned red hot. I had to put it in the refrigerator. And I got those knocking sounds in the uh, utility closet over here. Does that? What, what, what's your thoughts on that? Are you getting any feelings on it? And I had mentioned the two nights before, at like three, four in the morning, a light in the kitchen comes on by itself. Well, my, you know, if you do have something or something attached to you, and and when you talk about it, you're essentially provoking it. Yeah. Um, and maybe being that myself are in the chat with you, it's possible you're drawing some energy from you. Or for me, I think so. I think there's energy came. Was there the was there any point where I mean, like obviously you were you when you got off, I'm sure you were questioning, you know, saying why to yourself a lot of why this is happening. I know when I was giving one of the the guests readings, I felt unease at one point when you weren't here. I wonder if that just had something to do with it, if I was picking up on anything in that particular I don't know, but it didn't heat up until you got on the show. It's and that's possible the, it's me. Yeah, well, I mean, energy coming through or whatever, there's something there. But the phone, I'm telling you, the phone got so hot, I thought the battery was going to light up. You know how sometimes phones, uh, they explode and they they catch on fire. I actually took it and I put it in the refrigerator. The phone was so freaking hot, I put it in the refrigerator. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it's, it's either that or it's just a technical glitch. So it, I hope it's not something coming through the phone. <laughs> well, I think they can. Well, I, remember I mentioned a couple of times on the show, I had a girlfriend back in 2015 when all this demonic stuff was going Colleen. on. Uh, no, not her. <laughs> you know her. Right? She dated your brother. <laughs> Colleen was just Colleen. But but I, I had a girlfriend that in, in Pittsburgh, uh, this Italian woman, she had a green card. And I, I dated her for a little while. And she said when we broke up, she calls me years later, like two years ago. So you, you figure it's five, six years have gone by. And she says, John, ever since I dated you at th from three to four in the morning for a solid hour, there's a slow knock in on the bathroom wall. The neighbors hear it. You know, it, it, it's a slow. She goes, I, she has to move, she said. But then what she did, she called me back and said, I want you to listen to this. And I knew that once I listened to it, it was going to come through the phone. And that was exactly what happened. The knocking started again in my house. And she got rid of it by sending it to me through the phone. So that's true. It can go through the phone. That's the point I'm making. That she sent it back to me because she thought it came from me, you know, and it probably did. Maybe, maybe it's possible. Possible. I don't know. I don't know, Ren. I think you got a lot of. I think you helped a lot of people tonight. Yes, you a lot did, of happy Ren. Ones. Thank I you. I hope so. Yeah, you're but very thank welcome. You, Thanks Ren. for having me, guys. Appreciate it. And you have a great night, and you're welcome back on the show anytime. Thank you. Yes. I Is there a website welcome. or anything that someone can talk to you about? Uh, if anyone wants wanna... to reach out to me, I do have a TikTok. Um, my profile name is at Smoky Tarot. So if anyone is interested in readings or anything that just wants questions uh, answered or kind of get kind of into it, just uh, send me a message on there. How how well, long you. you go on TikTok? So you know, I've not on as far as doing live readings uh, as much as I want to. 
Uh, I am trying to kind of get back into it. But like I said, if you want to reach out for kind of more guidance or a reading in the in the future, just shoot me shoot me a message on there uh, and I will get back to you. Awesome. Good. Great. Thank you. Well, for thank you so much, friend. Yeah. For joining us tonight. You have a great night. You too. Thanks, guys. Bye. Bye. Well, that was interesting. Yeah. Do we have we have to do our commercial now, don't we? Oh yes, we do. Um, is it is it a, is it? Oh wow, it's our second hour. Well, thank you, Carnation, for sponsoring the second hour of Chasing Prophecy Radio. I like your wonderful Carnation instant cereal, the protein drink, and I actually have a picture. I'm going to have to post next time. Um, I, I took a picture when I was cooking for Christmas. I used carnation um, evaporated milk. Mm -hmm. Delicious. And I want to thank you again for sponsoring this hour of Chasing Prophecy. Mm -hmm. I usually do music and I got caught off guard because you did that. Okay. <laughs> okay. Well, now John has demonic presence in his. John, they can. You know, what's crazy. I was thinking about that when you were saying that. How do you know that the thing, the whatever's at your house, don't follow you everywhere, but really doesn't oh. um, show itself? Do you know what I well, mean? Well, it could. I mean, it could be, it could go everywhere with me. But the only thing I'm saying is, this is the first time I travel 10, 12 weeks a year that I'm away. This is the first time in a you know timeshare hotel room type thing that I've ever had anything happen. I've never had, even when that demonic entity was there in 2014 and 15, I never had any of that stuff happen when I went away. And this is the first time it happened. And it, it happened right after I told you about the fact that I feel like I got blessed. You know, that thing put its hand on my head like that. And it was three spongy fingers, you know, like oh. it hadn't, like it came through a dimension. It hadn't fully materialized, like it's an angel, let's say. And it, it blessed me. And that's exactly what I think it was, you know. And then all of a sudden, about 15 minutes later, my phone's overheating. And then the knocking starts in the closet. And then I wow. called the front desk. And I said, there's no timer on that light. It's turning on by itself at 3, 4 in the morning. Is there any way you can set up a camera? Uh, this phone, but I think it would catch fire. <laughs> <laughs> You're funny. Hey, Taylor, okay. how are you? Okay, let's get on to the second half of the show. We're going to discuss the seven deadly sins. Now, my question is, where did they come from? No. I hope somebody oh. looked. I hope somebody looked this stuff up because I didn't get a chance. <laughs> I was I was in Miami at the downtown. Um, okay, if, if you have any bit. if you have any questions or comments, please put them in the chat, and we'll get to them. If you know what they suddenly, well, I know I'm looking at it right now, but I want to know where did they come from. Well, was this old Catholic teachings? I uh, yeah, okay, they're old Catholic teachings. I understand that, but there has to be Dante, Dante uh, Dante's Inferno. Inferno. Yes. Okay. Now, what is Dante? Okay. Now, somebody doesn't know what Dante's Inferno is. Well, Dante Alighieri, uh, about five hundred years ago, uh, wrote a book where you would go down to each level, and he would describe certain sins. And then what happens to that person, uh, you know, at those at those levels. But, you know, the interesting thing is while I'm here on vacation, uh, 
I'm reading a book about heaven and hell, I think is the name of the book. And, you know, it, it talks about how the ancient people, and I'm going back, you know, prior to the Egyptians, let's say, there was no talk of, uh, no belief that you get punished. You know, that came along later, kind of with with, uh, with actually uh, Moses and all of that type of stuff that, that you we get judged and punished. But the real ancients, they didn't believe that. They said that you would, like in Homer, Homer wrote the Iliad and the Odyssey. And, and in, in there, you pretty much would go to this netherworld where you were kind of like spaced out, no sense of time. And there was no punishment, but there was like no joy either. It was pretty dreadful that you just existed in this like void. And that's what they believed death was, you know. But uh, Dante, uh, and now and he might not have been the originator on this. Yeah. He might have got it from some older teachings or, or a novel yeah. or something. It's from a Christian monk. Uh, I can't pronounce his name. It's Eva Grasa Ponticus. I think that's something sort of like his pronunciation. But he Isn't wrote down Italian? what... Isn't that Italian? I'm sure it is, but I don't know. <laughs> he wrote down what he believed to be the eight eight evil sins, uh, evil thoughts. So it's his, he would, he was during the four, was it the fourth century? Um, he was a monk. Okay. So that's where I always got it confused with the 10 commandments. Okay. Because no, I I don't they, think... were, they were similar, but they're not. So um, what's the first one, John? Pride. Now the first one is lust. Wow. Oh, I'm guilty. So why is that an evil sin? I mean, well, I if you know. look at it back whenever in the fourth century, you know, they're really trying to get everybody out there to go into Christianity. Okay. So I'm thinking that you're not allowed to lust because if you lust, then you won't be able to follow the principles of Christianity. Well, also, you know, it goes. You, you, Moses was like 1100 uh, BC, and you had mm -hmm. the Ten Commandments, right? But mm -hmm. you know, one of the Ten Commandments was, "Thou shalt not covet thy neighbor's yeah. wife," and that's lusting when you, you know, chasing after your boss <laughs> or or your neighbor. So, uh, you know, that may have come from that. That one could be from the Ten Commandments. Okay, answering, um, Charlie. Just because you lust somebody doesn't mean you're going to go to bed with them. I mean, I could lust Sean. Oh, <laughs> okay. Well, we know you are. We <laughs> or, know you or are. Or John. Or John. It doesn't mean I'm going you know, to jump in bed with Robert. him. Or, or yeah. Bob. Robert. <laughs> we won't go down that road. <laughs> well, you know, impure thoughts. Uh, you know, it's, it's a funny thing in the Christian faith. Uh, everybody's a sinner and there's really no way of getting around it, you know, because any impure thoughts and you're guilty and now you got to be judged. So, you know, it could be jealousy. I mean, it's anything that, that, and we're all, it's going to happen to everybody. So it's like nobody can actually yeah, get into but I, I, Yeah, I'm, I'm disagreeing with Charlie because I don't think, I mean, I don't think if you have a desire for somebody or you secretly lust after them doesn't mean you're going to jump in bed with them. But, I mean, right, but, but that's what that's what that bit. yeah, but that's what what is it? That's why we're not animals. Let's we what would be if we were underneath. animals. What plots can be 
lead to obsession, which opens the door see that for one. so much more. Yeah, she just put uh, it up. Well, yeah, I get that, but I think I don't think if you lust after somebody, that means that you're going to go to jump in bed with them. To because me, it, if we, if we it, all did, if we all so, lusted somebody, we'd jump. We'd all be. We wouldn't be human beings. We we would be like animals to just go and have sex with everybody. To me, it means you're alive. <laughs> yeah, lust means you're alive. Yeah, that's true. It means you got some hormones in you. Anyway, so that's a good thing. Okay. <laughs> that's a good offer. Okay, then there's gluttony. Now I have I I have to say I am I have comes to this. I have gluttoned over the past, what is it? Um holiday. I think we all can say we I mean, gluttony can be overeating it can be over drinking and gluttony can be having too much sex too right charlie <laughs> i think they're well, referring to food <laughs> well food is the same thing well you can put it in the same category gluttony well, you drink too, you drink too much yeah. you eat too much well what do you think sean I think, what is uh, the definition of gluttony that I think it's food. you end up like that's a stick yeah, you go to a buffet and you just eat half. Yeah, it's like a pig. Once. Yeah, so like if pig. you're if you're if you um so or gluttony is a, a glutton sin. for hurt, a glutton for pain. Like, boy, you know, you just keep opening your mouth and you get in your butt kicked all the time, but you're a glutton for it. Or so. you keep dating the same guy that doesn't you know he's gonna hurt you. So you no, that's not gluttony. That's not gluttony. I okay, think, what's the definition of gluttony? I think gluttony has, you, has to do, I think it has to do with eating, overeating, you it know, is, like Charlie. sitting there eating three boxes of donuts and stuff. Well, but let, me, let me tell you, let me tell you about the buffet. Let me tell you about the buffet. <laughs> Technically, when you go to a buffet, it means you can sample all the stuff that's out there. Doesn't mean it's all you can eat. And technically, if you go up more than twice, they can ask you to leave. You're done. It does not mean you could go up 10 times. Did you ever see those I people true, that go up? It's a, a true funny story. Let me tell you this okay, story. Okay, you, you tell This is a true story. story. Tell the story. My brother, he, me and my brother would eat a lot at the buffet. So one day he went to the Chinese buffet over here in Green Tree, right? Okay. They saw him come in. And they say, no, 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 no. Leave, 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 leave. They wouldn't let him eat. Because he would just eat all the food. Well, I don't think they, it's that place they can do what they want, but they shouldn't have told them right up front. What the thing to tell them is you're allowed to go up twice and you can sample everything that's there. There's 12, you know, 15 different things. That's what a buffet means. It does not mean all you well, can there, eat. Well, there are some, there are some restaurants that say all you can eat. Yeah, if it says all you can eat, it's all you can eat. But a normal buffet means there's a so there's a wide variety that you can so, try. So so that binging is gluttony. Right. You, uh, yeah. Yeah. What about when you binge watch Netflix? Is that the same thing? That's no, gluttony. gluttony is food. It's okay. Food. What is the definition again? Would somebody look it up? I don't know. I'm on my phone. I can't look it up. Okay. Let me see. <laughs> definition of gluttony. I can't even spell gluttony. Gluttony is the spirit that follows me around because I'm going to smash its face. <laughs> it if is. It, if it shows its habit, Habitual greed or excess in eating. 
Okay, eating. so it is eating. Eating, yes. Okay, so Thanksgiving, we all, we all, we all glutton ourselves. Glutton ourselves. Then we die. Then we. And then wait for Christmas the and cookies Christmas. and parties yeah. when you eat too much. Okay, well, we all sinned against that, so we all should be ashamed of ourselves. <laughs> Why? Both are not correct. The restaurants being greedy as far as not wanting to lose money and person is being okay. Okay. We got that one. So the next one is greed. Yeah. I uh, want this and I want that. Well, with, do whatever I have, do. I guess I committed that one too. We I've, committed them all. Everybody. Well, you know, I watched, I've been watching, uh, this is going on a totally, well, maybe not. Yeah, I guess it is um, on the same subject as this. Um, I'm watching on um, Hulu, Hulu, oh my God, Hulu, The Chippendales. It's called Welcome to the Chippendales. Now, during the 80s, that was very popular. I mean, I went to see the Chippendales. I had a Chippendale calendar. I almost dated a Chippendale. I mean, thank God I didn't. Um, they were very popular. And this movie depicted uh, an immigrant he was the owner of, he creator of the, he was from India, um, the Chippendales. And he was such a nice guy. He was a nerdy kind of guy. He was so, he was such a nice guy. And greed, it totally changed everything about this man to the point where it took, eventually took his life. So you have to be really, really conscientious when you think about greed and not go down that path because it can destroy you. It can yeah. destroy your whole family. It's just it's amazing what how awful greed is. Like wanting more greedy. I'm greedy. I want this. I want that. I don't want to give you that. It's mine. You can't have it. You know. Well, you know, I, I just took the boat ride today around uh, Fisher Island, where the minimum income there is two million a year. Or two million to the minimum rent is two million a year, and I'm looking at and I'm looking at the size of these yachts, and, and the and this guy has a billion, and here's Rihanna's house, and here's Puff Daddy's house, and I just look at it and I said, you know, they what do they do to give back, you know, and a lot of them do nothing, you know, mm -hmm. they don't do anything to help anybody, they don't even help their families, they're sitting on seventeen billion dollars. Yeah, I just, I just they, can't fathom that. They won't that. help a brother or a sister or their parents. That's greed. But it's not money. Money is not true. It's the want of money. And, and some people, money. it's like, I became a millionaire, but you know, my neighbor's got 1.3. I got to get to 1.4. Yeah. But then the guy around the corner's got six. I got to get to seven. That's great. But it's it's amazing if you have just a little bit of money and then the, the when you do, you just want more money and That's more fair. money and more money. And it's, it, it changes you. You, it changes your whole, it, you have, yep. if you have Hulu, I would suggest even getting just to watch how this man just changed from being such a nice guy. And it's funny though, I'm not going to spoil it for anybody and give you spoilers. Cause the ending was like, wow. You know, it's like, you know, it's hey, Sean, Sean, you. what did your buddy Jesus say about greed and money? I don't have a freaking clue, John. Uh, I thought I thought you were buddies, but he made a comment that it's, it, it's like, uh, I don't know the exact phrase, but for a rich man to get into heaven is like, you know, going through the it's eye of a needle. It's very hard. 
Yeah, yeah, it's a, because of the greed. And, you know, for, for a rich person to get to heaven when they, 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 you know, when they, the greed was so much and you did nothing to help anybody else. That's the test. That's the test is, is, you know, how you used your money and did you try to help people or did you just want to accumulate more? But you know what? There ain't a damn thing you got in your life that goes with you when you die. Oh, Zero. no, nothing. Oh, and Zero. It's scary. You nothing. take nothing sure. with you. So Chaley says, um, if you guys have not seen the movie Seven, I re she recommends it. Yeah, 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 yeah. I've yeah. seen that. That yeah, is one it. creepy movie, man. And that was all about the seven deadly sins. So yes, there you go. exactly. That was crazy, man. Scrooge is my favorite movie. It was, a, it was a, a serial killer, yeah, wasn't it? Yeah, yeah. It's it's like. I mean, if I had billions of money, I would give it away. That's why I don't think I could trust myself. Even you know, if I, hit the I, I would give wise, it to everybody. I heard a wise man say one time, you know, you're born in with nothing. And when you, you die, you definitely, no yeah, matter how much money you got, like John said, doesn't matter. Take it with you. And life is yeah. really so short to even to enjoy. I mean, some of these people, they live in these elegant houses and they have like three, like, Dr. Oz, what, how many mansions does he have? I mean, houses he has. Yeah, this is stupid. Well, you, know, you, know you know, something I did a couple months ago, uh, my cleaning lady uh, quit, but her sister took over right earlier in the year. And then at the summertime, and I noticed when she was pulling up to the house, she's leaking oil all over the place, you know, and like two months in a row. And I said, what's going on with your car? And she goes, well, it's leaking oil, and I'm putting three quarts of oil in it just to get to your house and back. And I said, come on, you're done cleaning, taking you over to A1 Auto Care. We're getting it fixed. I paid for it, $767. I paid to replace all the gaskets on her engine. Wow. And wow, I felt good about awesome, that. Man. I felt good about that. And I said, look, you got to work it off, though. So, so you're going to clean, you know, for the next five, six months, whatever. Do you know? And I like to test people sometimes. She cleaned four week, four times, and then she never came back. So she didn't she didn't work it all off. She worked two thirds of it off. Changed her phone. Gone. Yeah. Wow. It was a, it was disappointing because I did it to help her, you know, and uh, I felt good about it about doing that because she was somebody that nobody would help. Her sister disowned her. And I, I felt really good, good. I even said to my son, you know, the right thing for me to do would be to buy her a used car and not get to ask for anything in exchange, but because she needed it. That was somebody who actually needed it. Would you and, do it? And I felt bad that all I did was fix her car. I could have done more. Well, you, know, you, well, you <laughs> know what, John? My mom had came told us a long time ago, and I live by it. For every good deed that you do for anybody, for a person, whatever, any good deed, there's a check mark in the big book up in the sky. Well, so it usually Saint, comes when back Saint to you Pete, someday. When St. Pete opens up that book and sees all those check marks, dude, it's a way of getting into heaven. But, you know, I used to believe that. And then I've read more stuff in Christianity that it had good deeds. And my pastor has said this a couple of times. You don't get into heaven for good deeds. And I always thought that th that would be the things, doing the right thing. Helping others, good deeds would get you into heaven. The only way you get into heaven is what you believe. Because you could do good deeds, but you make your money loan sharking or or whatever 
or, or muscling stores for protection. So where did you get your money from? You know what I'm saying? You're getting your money illegally, but then you do some good deeds. That don't get you into heaven. It's all about what you believe. Hmm. Hmm. Oh, yeah. Yeah, sometimes it's really confusing, you know? Yeah. It's, it's crazy. Yeah. Okay. This next one is sloth. <laughs> That's me. <laughs> that now that one I I can see is like being totally lazy and not you have some you should be cleaning your house. It's a mess. You should be doing something. That's sloth. If you so is that what it means? Lazy or just slow? Yeah, it's, 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 <laughs> no, it means knowing you should do something, but you decide not to. You'd rather just lay around the house and sleep. Yeah, lazy. Right. It's. I have a hard time with that. I, I mean, there was times where I said, "No, you get up, you get up and do something." Like I don't know. I have a hard time. Maybe once every two months that I'll just say, "You know what? I'm just going to watch TV all day." Because I feel guilty doing it. I really. Well, I mean, that's guilty. fine to do occasionally, but yeah, you know, I mean, you just can't do nothing your whole life. So that's. I mean, that's sin that's a sin too you know i feel i feel really guilty when i just want i'm just gonna sit around that i'm just gonna lay around all day i ain't gonna well, do anything. well you know what you know what's going on right now in the country because they threw around all that stimulus money they, you know the ceo of home depot was saying you know why isn't people getting upset about socialism why won't these people go to work these young people will not take a job as long as the government are ha is handing them checks. So are they me, still that, handing out checks? I don't know. They still well, they had been. They had been. And okay. that's sloth. Or they're living in, in their parents' basement and they're not becoming adults and they refuse to go to work. I work really hard under a lot of stress at UPS, hugely. And, uh, you know, because I had to make something of myself, you know. And, but these other people just don't want it. They don't want to try that, that's mm -hmm. sloth where you just lay around do, don't do anything yeah they just don't do anything Saley yeah. said don't feel guilty for for that jen she said that is yeah okay. i do i i mean i i said damn i should be i just want to go lay down and watch tv all day you know like just don't get I, I know people i feel guilty i get dressed every day you know during COVID and stuff people just stay in their pajamas i was up i was exercising i, I was fully dressed yeah i tried but, you know, sometimes if you binge watch a show, you know, I, I wouldn't mind at all to sit there and watch like eight episodes oh, yeah. in one day. <laughs> I do that in the evening. Like I'll do everything in the daytime. And then, you know, I like when I'm done with the show, I'm going to go curl up on the couch with Ava and yeah. watch something on Netflix. Jen, do you know any cleaning ladies? Because I'm sloth about cleaning my house. I'll, I'll do a little um, bit. Actually, I am, I, I'm not wiping everything down. There was <laughs> yeah. a woman. I, I After my mom died, I had I got a cleaning lady to come and do some things for me and she was really good but i don't i don't get cleaning ladies i i try to do everything myself if i had the oh, money that that's one thing if i had if i was in the cape i would get a cleaning lady every i would once yeah. a week there's some things i just don't want to do i do no. not want to wipe every object every picture every knickknack every yeah it's shelf. a pain in the butt but i you do know not what? want to do if that you don't I mean, do it is your house is going to look like dirt i'll pay somebody <laughs> i'll pay somebody yeah, your house your house will look dirty. You do have you to let have the house it. cleaner clean your ETs and stuff like that, John? No, the cleaning lady. I had my cleaning lady for like 12, 13 years, and then her sister took over. Right. I haven't I'm... cleaned my house since. Uh, no, 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 no. I mean, when when you nine when you 
when you did have the cleaning lady, did you let her touch your? Oh yeah, she cleaned down? everything. Yeah, they, and I'll tell you what, they were good. Every object on the shelf, they they had a wet glove or a spray, whatever they did, they lifted every object and and massaged. There you go. There's a cleaning service for you. Someone Where Charlie that? posted Home Glow. Home Glow. Okay. I like somebody who uses the person that I know I can trust them, you know? Well, you have to make sure they're bonded and everything. You just don't want someone coming in your house and cleaning. Well, I mean, if somebody else uses them. I'll tell you one time, years ago, a, a, a girl at UPS in accounting, um, she had left the company, but, she, you know, I knew her and, and the girls in the office said, oh, use her to clean your house before I found the, the prior cleaning lady. So she's cleaning and she's doing fine. I come, I come home one day from work. And there's her son rifling through my DVDs with an armful of them that he was. And she goes, oh, he would, you know, she cleaned for about four months. She said, "He, oh, he just borrows them, watches them, and then brings them back and put, and then borrows more. I said, wait a minute, you never asked me. You can't do that. You can't take my movies to watch, you know. And so I told him, put them all back, and I didn't bring them back to the house. Oh, jeez. Okay, well, moving on. The next one is wrath. Now, does that mean like war or fighting? What is that? Anger. Is that a sin, being angry? No, it's anger. Yeah, the wrath of the, the wrath of Khan. Oh, okay, it's uncontrolled feelings of anger, rage, and even hatred. I know. I guess I felt that one too. I've had that. Everybody has. I feel that in the political area. To be honest with you, running for governor against the Democrats, the liberals, oh. and the progressives—you know—it's like. So we've all had that one too. So the next one, because we're running out of time, we have twenty minutes left. Um, is envy now? Yeah, that's right. a bad that's... one of being we're envious of others. Of, but if you look at that, you know, list that's you know the fourth century monk telling you you gotta not do these things so you can get into the gates of heaven and you know come join us and don't do this and then you're going to be a better person but in today's wishing world, bad upon yeah wishing in bad upon world, others in today's world if we didn't have any of this we'd be a like a like a mundane society well i i don't i don't know if wishing bad i don't think i've never done that um I would never wish anything bad on anybody because well, it's going to envy, envy is not wishing bad on people. Envy is wanting what they have. No, that was Taylor. She said that wishing bad upon others. It is bad. Yeah, it is. That would be. Would that be more under wrath? Or wishing bad? Yeah, I, I think that's under conjuring or uh, spell. <laughs> <laughs> that's under witches, poo. Witches. Yeah. What did, what did he what what's helped me a lot was knowing about karma and oh wow. i tried not to be mean because i know karma can bite you in the butt and bite it hard yeah i think that i i you know that's a funny thing because everything is like equal you know every action has an equal and opposite reaction and it just seems like it's that way for all the good things there are bad things you know right exactly it, it, it just seems like it has to be that way but so then again, this, this comment by Charlie here. She crossed over, but then what happened, Charlie? Yeah, really, what happened? Hmm. 
I didn't see that. There was no counting of my sins. But, well, maybe she wasn't there long enough or it wasn't her time to stay and they sent her back. Yeah, guaranteed. Uh, what, what's the next thing? The I'm next one is, I think there's one more actually, pride. Now, this is where I disagree. I agree I mean, with you. I think you should have pride in everything you do in your world. Everything from the pride in your appearance, pride in your home, pride in your job, pride in everything. You should have pride. So I don't, I disagree with pride. To an extent, I agree with you. And I've always felt the same way. You, you, you got to. To be better, you have to be proud of things. But there are some people that get to the point of their pride, and, and that's how they get into fights, and, and that's yeah. how they, they do all these other things out of pride. You slighted me. You did this. You – and then it becomes a retaliation. Well, you know? I don't think – like Charlie said, pride and cockiness. I, don't, I totally don't think that's the same thing. It's cockiness is just being cocky and tough. I'm talking to have pride in – your home, like you want so it to you look nice. So you can actually say that there's a, a, a one definition and there's a definition of pride that is opposite, you know? But there's an aspect to pride of envy, let's say, where your pride makes you want to have what the other person has. You know what I'm saying? Like out of pride, you, you, you know. That's you being don't... envious of the other person. Oh, yeah, yeah. Being envious. I, I don't know. Pride. But who was the I, most proud person? You? Who was, huh? You would be. Uh, a lot me. of people say that uh, I'm a little narcissist, but. No, uh, you are, buddy. We yeah. Love you. I've You're heard a narcissist, that. John. <laughs> I, I've heard that, but, you know, you got to have a high opinion of yourself to succeed. But, but then again, you know, true. But like she says, pride equals cockiness. I think a lot of times pride equals confidence, but that's not who I was referring to. I wasn't referring to myself. The most proud person or entity was Lucifer. Oh, yeah. He he fell because of his pride that he felt that he was better than God or equal to and should be the ruler and not God and thought he could displace him. You know, mm. that, that was... Uh, I see Sean shaking his head because he has a different, he has the, uh, I don't know what version of the Bible. <laughs> he I, has the Anton LaVey version. No, I, I just, I look. Well, you I know, read. you know, John, uh, Sean, the, the Chosen is on Netflix and Amazon Prime. You should watch it. Oh, Chosen's on Netflix? Okay. Well, I'm not about being Chosen. It's just, I look <laughs> at what I read and I listen to people who are theologians and I listen to people who study the religions and I'm not, that's for another show. John. You got to get me on your show, John, and we'll have a debate on it. All right. He, but oh, he does oh, it with Fred. I don't think he'd want to. I'm not, well, it's yeah. I would like that. You know, for, uh, Sean, I wouldn't mind having you on to tell us your philosophy because, you know, it's only like a 40 minute or an hour show. I'd be more uh, happy to come on, buddy. Yeah, we no, could do that. Come over to my house and my cameraman comes over and we film it, you know, and then you tell us your philosophy. But uh, I, I just I just think it, it's the way it was written in the Bible where you get in four different entities. OK, you got the devil, then you got Lucifer, then you got Satan and then you got uh, Baal. Right. So. 
I don't know who. Who's to believe? Is, I know there's a whole bunch of them. Bel Belial, B all them. B e l i a l. There's Beelzebub, unless they're all different names for the same creature. But I always thought the serpent was Lucifer, and then I read it, it wasn't. No. Lucifer sent Gadriel to, you know, go and either enter the snake, and, and you know, the serpent, and do what he did with Eve. I always thought that was that was Lucifer and Satan himself who did that. Hmm. Uh, then you got the Antichrist, who's a different person too, right? <laughs> you do you have any ideas who it could be, John? What could be? The Antichrist. Well, it's supposed to be a human. It's not a, a supernatural. Right, 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 right. In in today's world, who would you? Well, well I, I tell you, the the uh, cousin of the Antichrist would be George Soros, because he's doing just about everything he can to destroy this country. Yeah. But he he's too old, and he's not the actual Antichrist. Uh, you know, hey, people laugh, but I say, you know, who could be, could who? be, but isn't is Donald Trump. If he gets back into office and gets even. And uses his position and his, you know, the way Republicans revere him. I could see him turning into one. He's not now, and he's not the Antichrist because I'm a big Trump fan to an extent. But I could see the makings there of somebody who could then turn because of what pride, envy. Because he got screwed over, should have been the uh, second term. I could see it happening, and he falls into at least six of the deadly sins. Even though I'm a, a you know a staunch Republican, but I could see that happening. Actually, could. I don't know. I don't know. So I don't know oh, who to oh, get the Here she goes. What do you guys think of the mark of the beast being the vaccine? Hold on a second. Charlie says confidence is sexy or whatever it was. Charlie, post your picture. I can tell you what your future dating is. <laughs> no. No. I, no. I, I used to think that I, I, about the vaccine. I, I, um, I didn't get the vaccine. I would never get the vaccine. I, I agree with you to an extent there, Charlie. I think that's, you're taking something into your body that alters you. And, you know, I don't know how much of it's true or not true, but, you know, lacing it with, with HIV or putting something in there that changes your DNA, you know, if it's trying to take you from not being in the image of the creator, then that is like the mark. That's something that you should never do. Yeah. I only know one person in my family that took it, that got the vaccine. I didn't get it. I didn't either. I would never get it. Yep. When you force someone to do something, that makes you think about it. Especially when the, government forces, when the government forces you to get a vaccine, you really have to think, what are you right. putting in your body? And it's not a vaccine. This is an experimental drug. I don't even know what the purpose was for it to mimic. I don't know what it was, because I don't really understand that I didn't read that all through. But it is not a vaccine from what I read. Don't call it vaccine. It's not a vaccine. I, it's a really touchy subject. Yeah, and we have to be careful what we say, especially when we're on YouTube. So we really need to watch. Well, yeah, because <laughs> no, no, are really. On, are we on YouTube? Yeah, yeah, we are. Oh, okay. Because they'll we send have to be you. careful. They'll send to you. Yeah. You'll get that little warning about click here for the truth about COVID nineteen. 
no. I get it on the stuff I post on I Facebook. Know, but you can't say that on here, buddy. Yeah. All mm -hmm. right. Well, whatever. Yeah, uh, we're not even allowed to swear because we're on the regular. <laughs> Oh, I'm I, I'm we have to really watch our. I'm in trouble. Geez, yeah, I'm in trouble again. So, if you guys have any ideas for any upcoming shows for the new year, because um, we've been on three years, we've touched upon a lot of different topics, a lot of different topics, and if you know any guests um, or people that you think would, you know, make a great guest, are we? We're 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 doing the. Uh... The Alien Hunter next week, right? We got to do that show. The Alien Hunter. Are we doing? Yeah, on Saturday we're going to pre-tape it with him. Oh, I thought that was the twenty-eighth. It's only that the twenty-eighth, buddy. Oh, okay, not the twenty-first, twenty-eighth. Okay, twenty-eighth. Yeah. yeah. So, if you have any ideas or interests that you'd like us to talk about, we're we're not just <clears throat> chasing prophecy. I discussed in the past. We're doing more than just. I want to do everything. So if there's a topic that you find anything that's not normal, we'll put it that way. My, anything that's not normal. Where my brother works, he delivers auto parts. And there's this guy down there on West Liberty Avenue that's the biggest conspiracy theorist in the world. And he warned my brother three weeks ago. He said, you watch what happens in Brazil. And I would like to bring him on. Oh. Get his, get his contact information. I, I just think, I, yeah, I just want to talk about everything thank you, and anything. Taylor. Thank you, Taylor. Anything and comment. everything. Yeah, thank you. That's beyond the scope of normal. There's something that's just not normal. Um, chemtrails, anything that, you know, go dive deeper into things that, you know, CGI, um, MK Ultra, you know, more aspects of it. Anything that's just not normal, you know. Or you know, Britney Spears. There was a TikTok um, that was going around that she her eyes changed to almost like serp, like reptilian. Like reptilian. Really? Um, where is Kanye? Where's Kanye? Where is? Yeah, he disappeared. The, he disappeared for a while, right? Yeah, he just disappeared. I don't know where he's. Somebody said they saw him at some kind they of function. They say he's dead. So he could be lot. with Epstein. He could, you know, he bought parlor and was taken on. Jeffrey, the uh, there's a there's a makeup artist, Jeffrey. I'm trying to think what his name is. That he came out with talking about the Luminari, and now he's disappeared. How about all those uh, all those athletes that are having heart attacks and dying well, on that's, the field? That's oh, yeah. the, that's the vaccine. That's COVID. That's Charlie, the, you sent us your contact. We'd love to have you on the show. Um, yeah, like the vaccine, like all these young people dropping dead. Um, yep, people, right. some people think it's the vaccine. It is. It absolutely is. I'm one of them. Okay. Um, so many people, uh, too many young people dying. Did um, you notice? Hey, Sean, you're not on Medicare yet, right? Not yet. So many seniors died that they dropped the Medicare charge. I'm, I'm a senior now and mm -hmm. I'm on uh, Medicare. So many of them died from COVID that they actually reduced the monthly rate. The yeah, price Jeffrey Stars, Charlie, that's right. Yes. Yeah, they, they reduced the price because they knocked off so many seniors. They were able to cut the price of Medicare. <laughs> yeah, so if we're going to be talking about all these. It's just I would like if you think, like, if you know anybody that would want to be a guest who would like to discuss this on the show, let us know. Um, I was trying to get David Polite, um, Pal was, oh, David. Oh, why can't I ever get his name right? David? I thought I had him for the Philly conference. I, yeah. 
I emailed him. He was so happy. And then I waited a, like a week and I, re I replied back to him and said, well, is it a yes or no? What is it? And then he got into the amount of money he's being paid now to speak and all of that. Uh, and, you know, he, well, he's, I, he's big time now. I know? was talking to him on um, Skype. When was it, uh, Sean? When we were when we first uh, talked about, about missing four one one. Oh first Lord, two. that was a long time ago. I was talking to his, I don't know, publicist or whatever it is. He just will not get. He keeps on asking me questions. How many viewers do we have? How many? Yeah. How many outlets I mean, do we have? We've hit, we hit one point two million. If he was on the show, we did one point five. You know, so yeah, he asked me that too. He said, "How many?" And it's funny, he's he's done the Philly conference before, but he said, "How many people?" And I said, "Well, we maxed out at about two hundred. I guess he didn't think that was big enough. He, if he could draw in four hundred, then I'd pay him. But the place we're at, you can't put one ninety, one eighty. You're maxing the place out. You know." Yeah, Sebastian, it is genocide. What's going on? And, and it's it's all going to come clean out there. It's all going to come out. Um, I mean, why would they? Why would they have the FDA give all their statistics um, seventy-five years after the fact of for the COVID vaccine? Like, because they don't. It used to everybody be would be dead. It used to be fifty years, and they now they want seventy-five. So that's the point: is that nobody that was involved in it would still be alive. That's why it's seventy-five yeah. years. You got to figure how you're many, in your thirties. How many women have lost babies? How many? And then they're wanting babies to get the vaccine. That's just absurd. It's disgusting. It's disgusting. It's absurd that they would even tell a parent to make their baby six months. But then you get these people who follow the orders, you know, like a good Nazi, and they are vaccinating infants and they're vaccinating their kids. I see them all the time because they travel a lot. People walking around with their mask outside in their car. I don't understand. Well, I've You're seen driving in your car. People. What do you need a mask on for? Yeah, I've seen a lot of people wearing them in the grocery store. I yeah. almost wore a mask because, my, like, I, you know, I see my baby, my granddaughter, and I get worried because of the RSV that's out there, and I don't want to give them anything. And I, I thought, well, if everybody would go back to being cautious wearing, you know, washing their hands before they go to the grocery store, washing your hands when you got home. Don't pick your nose in public. You know what I mean? Don't do stupid stuff like don't cough all over everybody. Maybe they would get these new variants of it under control, but people got lazy. They don't care. Unfortunately, they don't care. Well, I'm that's, sorry to hear that, Charlie. Which of the seven deadly sins is that? Only caring about yourself. Selfishness. Yeah, that would be under selfies. They just don't care anymore. They do, just, yeah. I mean, when you go, like, go wash your hands. Oh, like, geez. I went on a date the other day. Did you look at Ch Ch Chaley's uh, comment there? Oh, that's yeah. terrible. Oh, my God. See, I I'm was sorry. worried about my, my uh, grandbabies. My condolences, Chaley. I'm sorry. Yeah. That's my horrible. My son is convinced that he got type one diabetes at four because that's it came. It was right after he got that big shot that has everything in it. I don't know what you call it. There's one that has everything in measles, mumps. Uh, well, he got type. He says he got the disease at once. Well, you know, there used to be you only got a couple of shots. Like when we were younger, 
Now there's like 114 different things that they're vaccinating you for. And that's what's causing all these problems. And the real problem with vaccines are the storage of them. They have to put these chemicals in the vaccines, like aluminum and all these things, to make them last for uh, you know a year on the shelf, where vaccines should be shipped to the doctors and have a shelf life of about two, three weeks and be used, and then they keep shipping them. Yeah. And you, you wouldn't have to have all those aluminum and all these things in there that keeps them, you know, well, that's uh, when I used to get the flu. When I used to get the flu shot, I don't get it I ain't anymore. Any. I don't do. Anything. I don't get it anymore. I would ask for the preservative-free ones because it was yep. the preservatives that causes all the problems. I got the shingle shot, and that's because I heard. Oh, uh, well, that bad. was good because I had shingles and it was horrible. Yeah, I heard that's bad, so I got the two horrible. shots. The second horrible. shot of shingles, man, that was terrible. The first yeah, one was fine, was... but then the follow-up you get, that one made me feel sick. Uh, yeah, I, I I had shingles. It was horrible. I, ugh. but we're gonna have to say goodnight. Um, good night, so everybody. Thank you, everyone, for joining us tonight. It was a pleasure. If you like, I said, if you if you want us to have a special show, you post it in our Chasing Prophecy Facebook page. If you're not already following us, follow us on YouTube and Facebook and Twitter. I think we're on what. TikTok too. I can't remember. Oh, Rumble. They're on Rumble too. Well, thank you, everyone, and thank you for joining us for Chasing Prophecy, where we discuss you, anything and Good everything night. beyond the scope of normal. Good, Good night. night. Bye. Bye.